the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a Wednesday, hump day, middle of the weekday, over the hill day, closer to Friday than we were on Monday. Let me remind you that on Friday, we're going to do this show from my house and telephonically, because Robert Steinbach will join me, but I'm not going to have him drive all the way to Cabot to be on my show. He'll join me by phone, and we'll talk on on phone, and uh, I'll probably have a couple other guests uh, Friday as well. I I hadn't said anything. I, I, I want to say something today just in case something happens tomorrow. As you know, Zach has been doing my show for quite some time. And he and I have developed quite a friendship over about the, I mean, doing my show about three years, but I mean, with the station four years. And he has decided, I don't know why, but he has decided that uh, he is going to take a, a different job and is moving on, and tomorrow will be his final day. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so tomorrow is your final day. And I met a lady yesterday. Is she is Has she been officially set in? Do you know? Okay, Zach's. Zach said his hands up saying, oh, yeah, I don't know. okay, so we don't know if it's a yay or an A yet from her. She hasn't made the decision. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. I probably scared her. I'm telling you, she came in to meet me and I started asking questions. Does she does she know what she's in for? Well, see, that's that was kind of my question for her. Because I told her if you're not kind of pretty conservative i don't want to be triggering you every day and i said if you're not conservative i will be triggering you every day and uh, we talked a little bit and seemed like a nice girl i mean seemed like she's a young woman all right seemed like a, a nice young woman she looks to be in her late 20s maybe is that about right zach knows this early 20s okay Wow, I won't say what I'm thinking right now. But anyway. I've got socks older than that. <laughs> that sounds like a, mo- a new motto for your show. Get, yeah. Get triggered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get tri- That's That's a good idea. What do you think, Zach? The Dave Ellswick Show. Get triggered. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think we'll have to, we're going to have to have the voice guy cover, cut that for us. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Get triggered. 
I'm, that's a, and t-shirts. We need, we need, we need, uh, I'll take one, a hoodie that says, you know, get triggered. I've got this picture that I had, um, the, uh, political cartoonists do from the, uh, the dim gas, you know, Kenny, you know him? I don't know him. I, okay, I well, know his work. Good friend. And he did a picture for me, and I'm going to make a, a hoodie out of it. I'll let everybody know when it's going to be available. But it's Mount Rushmore with my picture, Russia's picture, Gallagher's picture, and Hannity's picture on it. And it says Patriots of Talk over top of it. So um, I'll let you know. Maybe that's where we do. We get the, the, the Mount Rushmore thing on the front. And on the back, it says the Dave Ellswick Show, Get Triggered. I like that. That has dual meanings because everybody knows what I'm, how I feel about the Second Amendment. Yep. So that, I like that. That's a good idea, Ed. Uh, this is why I have Ed Monk on. He I, I got to get my lawyer and copyright that. Gonna, right yeah, you better do it because I'm, I'm going to go get it. I'm just going to go get it. All right. So let me go over what I think is the biggest story that you need to know about right now off the bat today uh the trump administration may be sending out a thousand dollars or more your way uh checks for a thousand smackaroos to some americans could sneak into a 1.2 trillion dollar stimulus package according to the president and his team they're trying to push it through congress now here's what they're up against Take a deep breath here. (sighs) Service and travel sectors are collapsing. A recession may already be underway, and we're in the middle of a historic stock market meltdown. They say sell down or sell off here in this story, but it's a meltdown. That's what's going on right now. From what I could ascertain yesterday, what they're talking about is uh, they had started off saying if you make $65,000 or less. Well, you break that down, you don't have to be making a whole lot of money to make $65,000 a year. So now they've uh, been bumping it up around the $100,000 mark for a married couple, $200,000. And uh, for a married couple, they get two grand. Uh, single, get 1000 uh, if you've got children, they'll have extra money to give to go with the kids as well. And that that kind of fluctuates from what I've been looking at. Anywhere from like 750 to to $1,000 a child. So we'll have to see how it all works out. I was watching uh, McDonald yesterday, uh, McConnell, and from the Senate, and they said they'll get to the the House bills that the House passed already but they were not thrilled with them. That means there's some things they want to add and maybe some things they want to take away. I mean, look, it was just a couple of weeks ago that they passed a piece of legislation out for this particular event. And you got these idiots and Pelosi fits into the idiot category. So I, I, maybe I'm repeating myself when I say Pelosi and idiot in the same set, sentence. But, you know, she put in uh, 
that they wanted uh, taxpayers' money. I forget how much it was to pay for abortions. Look, that's a non-starter with Republicans. It's just not going to happen. And it's just ignorance on her part that you're slowing up this process because you're trying to put something in that has nothing to do with COVID-19. Perhaps absolutely nothing to do with it. So uh, that's just the way that that, uh, that was pulled out of that bill. That was stripped out of the bill. I guess they figured nobody would read it because there's probably like 2,000 pages long. I don't know. I'm just saying when they get into these spending bills, there are thousands of pages. And uh, they're known as Christmas tree bills. And the reason they're known as Christmas tree bills is because politicians hang everything in the world on them things that they want. If your municipal library needs a million dollars, they'll write up a piece of legislation, an amendment of some kind, and they'll hang it in there, and nobody reads all that, and they pass it, and voila, a million dollars to your library. It's got to stop. It won't, but I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff that's got to stop, and uh, both parties do it. It's not just one party. I just mentioned Pelosi because I'm still mad about the whole thing of trying to to uh, you know, pay for abortions using take taxpayers' money. Literally, she tried to go around the Hyde Amendment, which is always passed with overwhelming support. That woman is the devil incarnate. Uh, the stimulus bill reportedly includes $50 billion for the airline industry, plus assistance for small businesses, among other measures. And I'll talk about small businesses a little later on. There's information out there you need to hear about. Director of the National Economic Council, Larry Kudlow, scoffed at cash rebates as helicopter money from the sky earlier this month. But we weren't writing, uh, you know, about this from uh, our friends cousin's lazy boy earlier this month as more and more workers get laid off uh, or furlonged furlonged or temporarily laid off they need a lifeline uh republican senator mitt romney i threw up in my mouth a little bit because i put republican and romney together uh said in a press release the pay uh, payout would help fill the gaps between cushions like paid leave and unemployment insurance. The uh, idea has a supporter in Palo Alto. Who might that be? Who lives out in Palo Alto? Come on. You should know this, Zach. Who lives out in Palo Alto? Pelosi Warren? Mark Zuckerberg lives out in Palo Alto. He said that all 45,000 Facebook employees will get a one-time $1,000 bonus. From uh, Facebook. Good for him. Uh, Businessman and former presidential candidate Andrew Yang said the chief policy proposal of his campaign was the freedom dividend, $1,000 monthly payment to every American. He said, I was a little ahead of time. No, you are out of your mind uh, still because this is a one-time payment, not a monthly stipend, as you like to call it. Treasury Secretary Steve uh, Luchin's uh, rebate would be a one-time thing, and it wouldn't go to every American. As he said, quote, we don't need to send people who make a million bucks a year checks. 
Plus, Yang's freedom dividend was about mitigating inequality and not a global health crisis, said uh, Yang, quote, I should have been talking about a pandemic, unquote. That's uh, him quoted in the uh, liberal rag, The Atlantic. So the administration hopes to have these checks in the mail in the next two weeks. Something to look forward to, Ed. Restock your beer closet. More violations of the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> it is more violations yep. of the Constitution. Yep. I thought, you know, and then I read a story that said it would take too long, but I just thought, why don't they just not collect taxes from us? Don't take taxes out of your paycheck. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I saw something that said Trump was proposing to end payroll taxes until the rest of this the rest of this calendar year. Yeah, well, I hadn't seen that, but I do know this, that they could do that, but they say it wouldn't get the cash into the system, infuse it into the system as fast as they want it to. All right, so that's your first story today. That's a pretty good one. You're going to get there's going to be some green coming your way. McConnell said and I'm going to kind of quote him here. I'm, I'm going to say it in Dave speak instead of McConnell speak. But he basically said, some of our caucus is not happy with this. They're going to have to basically swallow their puke and vote for it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the two the two reasons for those uh, Christmas tree bills. One is you get less resistance because it's either during oh, a time of war or a time of emergency. So stuff you would normally fight over in peace you're like well we need to get this through so get i'm not going to argue about this thing. that's one right reason. now the other thing is if the other side does fight it so you've got this thing to this bill to save america mm-hmm. and you hang something ignorant on it and so the other side votes against it you can say they voted against saving america they voted against pay raises for the troops they yeah. voted against because there's something on there other than the main thing yeah they don't go into depth and tell you all the inanities and in all honesty unbelievable immorality yep that's going into a bill if everybody gets a thousand dollar check today they're still not going to go out and spend it in restaurants that are closed bars that are closed closed, airlines because so they may spend it on amazon they may spend it somewhere yeah amazon buying toilet paper whatever ammo is left but they're not you know, they're not going to save those businesses that are either shut down speaking. by the government or people just aren't going there because of the scare okay so speaking about ammo when we come back i'll be talking to ed about that something you need to know about i'm not the only one who thought watching people act the fools at stores doesn't make uh a, makes pretty good sense to be stocking up on your ammo perhaps we'll we'll talk about that when we return Right now, though, it's uh, 621, 50 degrees. We're looking for a high today, believe it or not. They're telling us we're going to have a high today of 72 degrees, right around that. New rainfall amounts today between a half and three quarters of an inch are possible. Tonight, 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Uh, Bigger amounts of rain are possible, and the thunderstorms are saying, though, that We'll still just hang around a tenth of an inch. Tomorrow, showers and possibly a thunderstorm. High near 75 degrees. We'll send you out on a warm note. How's that, Zach? You kind of like that, don't you? All right, we got a break. Let's do that. Coming up, uh, ammo. Going to tell you all about that on the Dave Ellswick Show. Be back in a moment. Okay, so before we uh, come back to talk about 
ammo. This was just sent to me. Faulkner County Quorum Court okayed COVID-19 emergency pay for county employees sent home, etc., due to the virus. You get paid. No need to use accumulated sick or personal leave, whether the employee has leave time to take or not. The uh, county judge said Pulaski County sent employees home this week. I don't know if that's true, but that's what was said yesterday, evidently, uh, by the Fork, uh, Faulkner County judge. And then somebody sent us a uh, a text and says, Ed, are you not a cop in Whitehall anymore? I'm uh, a part-time police officer. Okay. And right now, because the the uh, the schools are closed, you got resource officers that are back doing regular business. Correct. Oh, excuse me. Didn't mean to hip, hiccup in everybody's ears there. But, yeah, I think that's interesting. Now, just take – just take some time off. We're not going to count it against you whatsoever. Well, and that kind of, I think. We're going to pay you. That links up with $1,000. Yeah, it's, it's like, the same kind what, of thought. It used to be, and I, I wish it still was, that you were expected as an individual to have a stockage of toilet paper, a stockage of canned goods, a stockage of batteries, accrued leave and vacation time built up, and money, a savings account built up in case your whoever you work for went out of business or you lost your job, you got laid off, or you know any number of things you could survive on your own for about a month i mean that it, that individual responsibility what's that yeah that's <laughs> just, you know and i know there's people out there oh you're so heartless we got you know but yeah that's, boy you if, are. if the government is always there to step in then that lessens the motivation to be ready yourself and take care of yourself here's what i say you can send a thousand dollars to each individual who paid a thousand dollars in taxes Ooh. So, yeah, you know, that would get some call it a retroactive tax refund. Yes. A retroactive tax refund. Yeah. See, now that would get people all uptight. I paid my taxes. Well, how much you get back? Well, more than I paid in. Because there's a whole lot of people out there who get considerably more money back when they pay. It amazes me that people don't. For for a lot of people, the majority of Americans who pay taxes, in fact, that they just don't run to pay their taxes because they know how much money's coming back from the federal government when you get that unearned, oh, pardon me, the earned income tax credit. Right, yeah. All right. You don't have to do anything except to know the old in and out, as I like to say. Yep. That's all you need to know. All right. So what else we got here? Let's see. Uh, Director of National Economic Commons, Cudrill's said helicopter cash i like that term that's pretty good it sure didn't hold very long though they uh they said uh no larry these are these are trying times we're going to give out free money and so larry says well maybe it's a good thing (laughs) get on the bandwagon get on the train uh said new york times restaurant critic peter wells I always knew that when the end came, New Yorkers would watch it from a bar. But how long they'll be able to go to a bar, that's a different question. We'll talk about that when we come back from the news. Also, I promise we'll talk about ammo. You'll want to hear about this as well. Uh, if you're thinking about 
you know, I probably should go out and get some more 223 or some 308 or 38 or 45. You might want to do it now because you might find that the place you typically buy it from doesn't have any. Yep. On the uh, Dave Ellswick Show, it is a Wednesday hump day, middle weekday, over the hill day, closer to Friday than it was on Monday. That's always a good thing. means we're on the downhill starting tomorrow. Remind you that on Friday, I will do my show live from the uh, the Ellswick Palatial Mansion in Cabot. See, I got to watch when I say that kind of stuff because people can't see my tongue firmly planted in my cheek. Well, with what's going on, how long until it's going to turn from the mansion to the compound? Yeah, the well, Ellswick compound. It's pretty... Look, I'm looking at all this information that's coming out. I think the shutdown stuff is going to get to the point where a lot of us, if you can do your job from home, they're going to expect you to do it from home. And mine is a job I could do from home. There's no doubt about that. So that's why I brought it up with uh, our OM here, Russ, and then with Zach as well. And I said, let's do it at my house Friday and just – Make sure everything is cool about it. We don't have any problems like, you know, the cell tower is too far away to give us a really good signal, which shouldn't be any problem because it sits right on the hill behind my house. So we should be able to, uh, you all should be able to hear me well. The, the problem is, is that at that point you do every interview by telephone. You know, I don't like doing interviews by telephone. Yeah. It's a whole lot better. And Ed, I tell you this, I always say, can't you come into the studio for me to sit right across from him and talk to him? You get visual cues from the person that they got something that they want to jump right in and say, and boom, you bring it in and the conversation is always better. But hey, if I'm going to be a guest, I always prefer to be in studio if, if it's geographically possible. So we got it. Uh, we, we, we keep this going with, with Ed. Ed Monk is, is here. Last resort firearm training is his business. What's the phone number to make a, a future uh time that you can come in and get a lesson yeah and uh you know a lot of people are are off work so the time for a lesson we have two classes this weekend and surprisingly very few people have dropped out 870-273-1113 uh call any questions or schedule a class or a lesson there'll be six feet of distance between you and the other person when you're shooting and you will not be facing each other when you shoot (laughs) maybe <laughs> just saying anyway i was talking we're talking about ammo i told you i'd talk about this because uh, ed brought this up i brought it up on the air just saying something you might think about people think about toilet paper and and the coronavirus that doesn't cause uh you know high rates of you know diarrhea or anything it's just like if they had a breakout of high rates of dysentery, for instance, and everybody went out and got eye drops. But uh, I, I just thought that was crazy. I still think it's nuts uh, about going out and stockpiling toilet paper. I'm just saying. Yeah, it caught me by surprise, too. I mean, that that's something you ought to have a, a small stockage of anyway because unlike – you know, certain things, it doesn't, it doesn't go, it doesn't go out of date. Look, I had 20 rolls in my house. All right. And, uh, there's just three of us there. And, and my whole thing was now the only reason I would think about perhaps going out and buying an eight pack or something is because these ignoramuses that are running out and filling up their whole shopping cart 
with toilet paper and they're hoarding it. Yep. You know, that's nuts. It's and I, I have to nuts. imagine there some people are going into businesses that are still open uh, and going into the public restrooms those yep. businesses offer and stealing toilet paper out of there. I got to imagine that's happening. Yeah. With, with that said, uh, so ammo now is going the way of toilet paper because I said, well, people acting this way and panicking this way right now what happens when it gets really serious because folks it ain't really serious yet yet yep and if it gets serious like that do you need extra ammo i'm just saying i'm just asking i'm thinking about going out and buying a um a new one of these new 12 gauge ar-15s as Ed was telling me, I can get one with a pistol grip, and it's not a gun or a rifle. It's an other. Yeah, a little pump or a little semi-auto. I always thought that just applied to transsexuals, but, you know, other. So bottom bottom line, uh, you're hearing that some sports stores are running out of ammo. Yeah, I, when this, probably a week or so ago, I texted uh, a friend that works at uh, – the hunter's refuge in whitehall where i live and i said hey have y'all seen any uh uptick in guns or ammo sales and they said yeah slightly in ammo and and i went by there a few days ago and they still had looked like a, a decent stockage uh but then i started to see some of the companies i'm on email lists for that online companies that sell guns and ammo and other kind of stuff they started sending out emails saying hey you know due to extremely high demand it, it may take longer to get our shipments out than we normally promise be patient. You know, we're getting overwhelmed. And then I had a le- I have a lesson scheduled later today. And the person that I had the lesson scheduled with last night called me and said, hey, we may have to cancel my lesson. I can't, I'm at uh, one of the retail stores here in Little Rock and they are out. They are out of ammo. And they said, well, you can go try this other retail brand store, but I, we hear they're out too. And so, here's what's going to happen. People are going to hear us talking right now and they're going to like a plague of locusts going to go out and and pick over all the stores yep some because they need it some because they panic and overbuy and some for re- some say well i'll go buy it all then sell it at double the price when people panic well on friday the attorney general is going to come on my show about eight forty-five, and you double the price of that ammo and they catch you that ammo is going to cost you ten thousand dollars per box i remember when one of the Obama scares of ammo that this happened, you could not find 380. You could not find it anywhere. And I was at a gun show. This is when I lived in Kentucky, a gun show in Louisville. And some guy had a rucksack full of 380 that would normally cost you $15 at a store. Right. And he was selling them for 60, $60 a box. And he sold out in like 30 minutes. after Wow. He showed up. Made some money. Yep. They caught some people on um, Amazon doing that. One one uh, person had bought up all the hand sanitizer. They spent $70,000 and bought hand sanitizer. They resold it and made over a $100,000 profit. Yep. And Amazon caught them doing it, and they took them off the Amazon site from then on, and they can't come back on anymore, so... You got to start counting the cost of some of the stuff. Hey, Willie wants to join us and talk to us. Willie, how are you doing, bro? Very good. You don't sound like hey. it. Sound like hey, you're Dave. down in the dumps. You don't have a gun, do you? 
No, sir. Okay, I'm just checking. Go ahead. Hey, Dave, tell us about the big big primaries yesterday. Wow, I'm not even talking about it. Biden won all of them. Uh, They're saying, and Sanders is going to do exactly what I told you he's going to do. He's not going to win the nomination. So what do you do? Do you get out or do you stay in and keep amassing some small quantities of delegates as you go along? deny Biden the ability to get the necessary delegates he needs to win the nomination, and then you're in a position of power and you can force the Democrat Party or Biden in this case, if he's going to get the uh, nomination, I'll give you, I'll, I'll throw my support behind you. You can have my my delegates, but only if you promise to do Medicare for all. Well, if I was Bernie, I'd stay in. Well, he's going to. That's why. That's where he gets his power at. Well, so it's going to be a broker convention, huh? Well, it'll be brokered until uh, Bernie releases his delegates. And he'll release his delegates when they do his bidding. That's what will happen. Oh, man. It's going to be fun to watch the Democrats at their convention. I'm just telling you, it's going to be fun. And and Biden says he's going to pick a woman, and she's going to be a woman of color. So who is it going to be? It can't Maybe be Kamala. Hillary. Thank God Kamala that tells Harris. us. It could be Kamala Harris, but I'm just saying, thank God that means it can't be Hillary. Now, Warren, she can declare that she's part black. I don't know. I mean, she's been declaring that she's part Native American, too. Oh. They don't want Pocahontas, Dave. <laughs> do you saying. think there'll be? Do you think there'll be any violence at the Democratic Convention? I think it's possible. I think I'm thinking Milwaukee, Wisconsin, could be circa Chicago, 1968. 1968 Mayor Daley Chicago Convention. You better believe it, baby. I was there. I was covering that. That's how old I am, Willie. I was covering I am, that convention. I, I saw it on TV, Dave. <laughs> I, I saw them rough up Dan Rather. Yeah, they did rough up Dan Rather. You remember Muskie and all of them? Who, which which of the Democrats was uh, doing well and then he cried on TV because they broke into his headquarters? You remember that? I can't remember who it was. Somebody will remember oh. this and call us, 8230965. Who was it that cried on national television? May have been Muskie. And they said... That was the end of his campaign, and it was. Well, uh, was it the head of the DNC? No. Nah, no, nah, I forget who it was. I'm going to let you go. I you Remember who came out of that that convention. I'm just pleased as punch. <laughs> who says that? Who said that? I'm just as pleased as punch. Yeah, Hubert Humphrey. He was, that was the guy that ran for, from president after that convention. Then in 72, it was George McGovern, war hero and more farther left than ROC or AOC. Just letting you know the way it was. They're telling me it's 14 minutes till. That means I got to get out of the way. Traffic for you. We got weather for you. I'm going to tell you that it's uh, 50 degrees, and in Conway it's 50, it's 53 in Hot Springs. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, so I want to 
give you a trivia question today. Trivia question. San Francisco has ruled that this city's, these are, this is a business, all right, can continue to operate during the citywide shutdown, according to the city's public health department Tuesday evening. The news came a day after the city imposed new, in quotes, shelter-in-place rules requiring all non-essential businesses either operate remotely or close shop until April 7th to help contain the COVID-19 outbreak. I'm sure we probably got a book around here we can give away for a winner, don't we? Yeah. Just go to Russia's office. He's got them sitting there. You know, I got like five of each one of them. Uh, so here's here's the question. It's San Francisco. What business would they say does not need to shut down? They can remain. Everybody else got shut down, but they get to stay open. 8230965. 8230965. You want to take a guess at it? You call that number. Zach has set you up and, and we'll talk. Oh, somebody's calling in right off the bat. Here we go. Uh, if it's Willie, he can't win, so he can't play. But anybody else that calls, we'll let you in to play right now. And you can let us know. All right, who we got? We got Butch. All right, hey, Butch. What, hey, Dave, how are you? I'm doing good. What business? I mean, it just makes sense. What business in San Francisco would they say, hey, everybody else has got to close down, but you don't? So I've got a joke answer and a real answer. Okay, what's the joke answer? Abortion clinics. No. But how about Tesla? No. Neither one, okay. but those are great guesses. Those are good guesses, but they are wrong. So what business did that the uh, San Francisco City's Public Health Department say did not have to. Everybody else has to close, but these businesses do not have to close. Hmm? Who do you think it would be? All right. Uh, it's not homeless shelters or something like that. They're, you know, those like nonprofits and stuff. But what businesses? Eight two three oh nine six five. What business? What business do you think they would say you don't have to close down? And I'll I'll have a I'll have a cool book that I can give to you or something. Now seriously, I'll have I'm I'm gonna all the lines have lit up now. Yeah. Everybody has has a has a a shot at this. Who? who okay, Marilyn is on line one. Hi, Marilyn. How you doing? doing fantastic this rainy morning okay so what business did the uh, department of health in san francisco rule did not have to close even when they told everybody else they did have to close you know i'm not a betting person but i would bet my whole paycheck on marijuana distribution stores ding 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 you are absolutely correct marilyn nice job this is awesome yeah, mar- marijuana, uh, cannabis dispensaries. Well, that'll keep everybody calm. That's and what laid I'm saying. Yeah, everybody's going to go out and get your and toke up on your favorite soma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stay at home, <laughs> toke up, and you don't infect anybody else. All right. 
Hold on for a second, okay. Marilyn. I'm going to send uh, Zach to uh, the OM's office. He's going to get a book and bring it back and tell you what you've won. All right. Are you still there? Oh, she's there. She's on. She's on hold. Okay. So uh, Zach is talking to her. But yeah, the cannabis dispensaries. <laughs> hey, man. COVID nineteen. Who cares? <laughs> Is California recreational? Uh, I think that they did pass that here just okay. recently. Yeah. This last, wasn't the last election they, they passed I've that? lost track of the states that are now recreational versus medical. The only one I'm absolutely sure of is Colorado. And oh. it's, it's easy for me to know because I, I always like to sing that John Denver song, Mount, Rocky Mountain High. I know uh, Oregon is. <laughs> oh, is Oregon yeah. too? All right. No, that doesn't surprise me either. You'd wonder why Antifa is out rioting when they can smoke as much dope as they want to. I think Oklahoma is still just medicinal, but I attended a class, I think, in November in Shawnee. They're pushing it. And it was like a five-mile drive between my hotel and where the training was. Just about five miles. wasn't that long. And you passed like nine dispensaries. So <laughs> business is good, apparently. Business is... <sighs> booming man <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying all right five minutes to seven minutes okay so i said i was going to talk about restaurants too so i guess i should tell you this here's some interesting factoids who by the way who who came up with this, the phrase factoid no clue usa today they were the ones that came up with the factoid uh year over year bookings at restaurants are down 70 percent in boston 62 percent in seattle and 69 percent in new york city and they're talking about in new york city closing all the restaurants i saw where they closed broadway shows oh yes they're they're done and uh bottom line is you think about this here's the ripple effect. All right. Let's, you know, the left always says, say trickle down economics doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't, does it? Okay. So let's consider this for a moment. You have a man who owns a restaurant and he's got X amount of people working for him. Now bookings are like down like crazy, like crazy, like 62% in New York City. How many of the wait staff are going to have to lay off? How many of the cooks are they going to have to lay off? How much, uh, like the people that are, you know, meet the, the clientele and, and take them to their seats and stuff. How about the cleaning crews and all of that? How about a dishwasher? I mean, all of those people suffer because I, I was watching the press conference with the president yesterday. I didn't take my nap like I usually do because there was so much stuff going on yesterday. And the, and uh, he had Hilton on, uh, Hilton there in that meeting about the uh, hotels and motels. How many people do you think Hilton worldwide uh, employs? Worldwide, not a clue. Uh, 800,000? I don't know. Yeah, that's twice as much. 450,000 people. 450,000 people. Do you know how many of their rooms right now are booked worldwide? 10%. 18 yeah. and going down and going down. Yeah, I canceled. Uh, I stay usually with Hilton if I can uh, Hilton brand 
and I canceled too just in the last couple of days because just start conferences. Just start scheduled. counting it on your fingers, folks. And all of those maids are out of work. All of the people, if they've got a restaurant, are going to be out of work. And restaurants, you know, they can cut cost, some cost by laying people off and reducing hours, which sucks for those people they lay yes, off and reduce hours. But the rent they have to pay doesn't go, doesn't go down. The insurance they have to pay doesn't, doesn't go, go down. Away. The license fee they have to pay doesn't go down. So there's some cost that they have to pay regardless. So as customers I forget go how down, much money they said they needed because that's what they were talking about. And it was an ungodly amount per quarter per that's three months folks per quarter yep we'll we'll talk more about this coming up at the top of the hour congressman uh hill will join us and we'll talk about these bailouts because uh you know the house is already getting at it and and voting things in all right we're just about out of time i had somebody else i think want to talk to me but not going to be able to get to them We'll get to them in the next hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show. It's 101.1 FM. Uh, The answer, it's 50 degrees, and uh, we're a minute away from 7 o'clock. second hour of the show third hour show will be joe and duck they'll be dropping in talking about cars and trucks and all things automotive but uh during this half hour we're going to talk to our congressman from district two french hill good to have him ed monk is here in the studio with us as well and uh how you doing this morning congressman good morning dave good morning ed i'm sitting here looking at another rainy morning out my window yeah I got to tell you, we just had a trivia question. In uh, San Francisco, they have told all these businesses to close there now, right? The the restaurants and all the rest. But there was one type of business they told them they didn't have to close. You know what it was? I do not. The marijuana dispensaries. Oh, my. That'll be right on the top of my list. I could just say I I I was telling my listeners, bring on the COVID nineteen. God, what <laughs> that just seems that just seems perfectly informed for our friends out in crazy land. It, it is absolutely, absolutely okay. So here's what we're hearing, Congressman. You tell us what's what what's real and what's not. trillion 
stimulus package is what the president would like to see. Is that true or is that false? Well, that is the kind of number that Stephen Mnuchin is talking about, who is the president's uh, Treasury secretary. It's a mix of trying to get money into the hands of businesses that are suffering through this uh, public health crisis. And it's in, in turn, it's disastrous impact on their daily life and some uh, money directly into the hands of families for the same reason, since there'll be so many hourly people particularly laid off. And then finally, some structural things uh, that we don't know the length of either, like uh, providing aid to uh, our airlines and other Mm -hmm. hospitality-related companies. You know, Dave, my philosophy about this is this is a 9-11 situation. Our country's been invaded It's been attacked. It's not a military attack this time or a terrorist attack. It's a health attack. But it's now having these dislocations in the economy that are just like um, if it had been um, a military-style attack or a cyber attack that took down our entire uh, utility and telecommunications infrastructure. This is a serious issue. and But the frustrating thing is, I think, for people – trying to read the tea leaves in the stock market, try to run a business, is you don't you keep having changing circumstance. You don't know the length of time. It's not one event, it's a rolling event. Right. So that's not only causing uh, misery for the owner of a restaurant in Little Rock, but I think it's causing misery for those in Washington, including Congress, but it, mainly the executive branch trying to say what should be done. Um To me, it's a contingent issue. We may need all these bullets and we may not. If this is, if we look back in one month and things are doing better, uh, excellent. Uh, But it may not be doing better. So I think the president and the Treasury Secretary are trying to use the best judgment they can to put together a package that could. Provide short-term support like we've been enduring for the last three weeks, plus another month to come, I'm guessing, at least, for airline, travel, eating out, entertainment, all these things that have been so dislocated, with the hope that in just a few weeks, we're able to get back to a uh, more normal, I don't want to say normal, but close to normal uh, movement and start building from there. Yeah, now I have a a piece of factoid, as I was telling Ed, and to quote a term that USA Today came up with, Americans now spend more at restaurants than they do at the grocery store. Did you know that? Yeah, I I read it the other day. I didn't read it quite like that, but I was talking to a... um, a franchisee yesterday. I've been talking to restaurant people, as you can imagine. Oh, I can uh, imagine. Oh, my gosh. And my heart breaks for, uh, I mean, having been a banker for 30 years, and I know my restaurants, I've helped put many restaurants in Little Rock in business over the years, and no revenue, no money, uh, they don't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of savings in that business. Um, anyway, this guy was telling me that uh, – 50% of, of uh, food, if you want to think of it, or meals are consumed uh, outside the home now. 
and so that was my corollary oh. to your factoid. Uh, so eating out at all income levels is a major part of American life now. It's because we move so quickly now. Yeah, we- and eating out means, of course, uh, relying on good takeout. But takeout is only about 20% of maybe uh, – If we should all rally in this town to uh, take out from our favorite restaurants at, at uh, lunch and or dinner over the next few weeks. But even if we were all united in trying to do that successfully, it'd probably only get them to about 20%, 25% of their normal sales. Yeah, I was looking at, at other things that said that on Sunday, the year-over-year bookings at restaurants were down 70% in Boston, 62% in Seattle, 69% in New York City. And I was just telling my listeners in the last hour, I was watching the press uh, conference with the president, and he had all of the hotels, the big chains in there, and uh, you know, uh, Western was there, and and Hilton was there, and they were talking. And the president looked at the guy from Hilton, the, the CEO, and said, "How many people do you all employ worldwide? Four hundred fifty thousand people." Yeah, that's incredible. And incredible. It is. And this is, you know, put yourself in the shoes of trying to make the right decision here. This might last at this intensity level in the United States for a few more weeks. Or it might step down where there's still fewer travelers, still fewer eaters out, even though we begin to, you know, know how to handle this uh, disease, both personally and our families, know how to handle it in our businesses, be able to get back to going to a larger group setting in a few weeks. So, uh, but if it lasts longer, you've got to have those tools in the drawer uh, pulled out and used to fight back. And so this is going to have a devastating effect on the economy. I think the Chinese economy in the first quarter will be down 50%. So it may grow grow 2 or 3%, maybe maybe as much as four. A normal growth rate, annualized growth rate in China is is six to eight. It's been going slower. It's been slowing over the last two years. Um, so I think it could have knocked off maybe 40 or 50 percent of that annualized rate. So their growth rate in, in Q1 might be around three. And um, I think our first quarter I know people are saying it's negative. I, I don't know that it will be negative. I think it might be positive. But the brunt is all going to happen right now in the second, in this mm-hmm. coming second quarter starting April 1st. Yeah, I'm hearing numbers like down 10% in the second quarter. Yeah, I think Goldman Sachs uh, last week suggested 5% down in second quarter. But it's going to be a shocking down for the reasons you just gave. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Ed, you had something you want to say. Well, just talking about the restaurants, I was thinking one possible bright spot, one possible uh, where a business could actually expand, and that expansion could actually help some restaurants stay afloat a little longer, are the delivery services. Like Grubhub is the one that comes to mind, but there's so many more of them out there popping up. Yeah, And I think yep. they have contributed to more people, you wouldn't call it eating out, but they're eating food from outside. And that might help keep some restaurants going if the delivery services expand, because they could probably make more money by delivering from those restaurants that can stay open. Yeah, it's coming to the point, though, do you want somebody coming to your house 
that you don't know whether they might be infected or not. Yeah, I've seen emails from them where they're like, we're taking extraordinary measures to sanitize yeah. the bags, and we'll leave it at the door. You know, you only have to have contact with this person. That's really, it's, it, it's all yeah. crazy. We haven't faced it. Uh, we haven't faced any kind of communicable disease since we, um, you know, we beat a lot of our diseases like measles through vaccination, and and we haven't awakened to trauma in our family <laughs> through disease since we beat polio. Mm-hmm. And so, since World War II, um, as a developed country with excellent health. We just don't recognize this, and yet around the world, people still have this kind of catastrophe in other places. So we're just not accustomed to it. Western Europe's not accustomed to it, uh, and so it's shocking. It's mind blowing. I think people just are are uh, they don't know what to think. I I agree. Let's take a break. We come back. Uh, you tell us what uh, the House is doing, and uh, you can tell me about. Why Nancy Pelosi thought that she could add in an amendment that would fund abortions with taxpayers' money. The ignorant woman that she is, she tried to go around the Hyde Amendment. We'll talk about all of that. Our guest is our congressman from District 2, French Hill, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, 18 minutes after 7, we got traffic coming for you with 50 degrees in the city. All right, we continue. Congressman uh, French Hill is with us. And I'm looking here. I'm just getting uh, Little Rock police will not be answering in person for nonviolent routine calls. So if you got a burglary or something like that, know that they're not answering for nonviolent uh, routine calls. Things are changing, folks. It's a new normal right now, just to let you know. It's like 9-11. Things change every day. And that's where we're at right now uh, here uh, in Little Rock and across uh, the country. Un, un, unbelievable. So we're, we've got the congressman on with us. Congressman, talk about what's going on in the House specifically. Well, the House passed about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning last uh, Saturday morning a bill to uh, that's in the Senate, and that's what's being debated in the Senate right now. Uh, we we've collectively got all the public health money for our states, our hospitals passed in the appropriations bill, almost eight billion dollars. And then on Saturday, we passed a bill that would aid families by uh, giving them paid time off for a quarantine and some paid time off if they were home taking care of their kids. Uh, increase the unemployment insurance funding for the states so that they have more than adequate resources for people seeking unemployment if they're laid off from that job we just talked about in the last segment. Uh, It expanded Medicaid match dollars for the states so that the hospitals have the resources they need uh, to provide an increasing medical care. Uh, So it was more about getting cash to families and family service. That bill sits in the Senate, and the debate has been opened up about, uh, for example, should they merge those House provisions with this bigger Mnuchin-led stimulus effort? And that's what Mitch McConnell has going this week. Um, you The structured things to help business stay open. You know, my attitude about having been an employer for 30-plus years is how do you keep employees and you don't have any revenue? 
uh, get me some cash mm-hmm. and get me low interest cash, get it to me fast, fast, and let me mix my resources with emergency resources to keep people actually on the payroll instead of laying them off and burdening the unemployment system and sending them to um, uh, live on, you know, their savings. Um, I think we have to do both. You've seen Senator Cotton's recommendation to send uh, $1,000 to uh, people making under $100,000, uh, including some additional support for kids. And I've been asked, do you support that? And I said, well, I'd like to see how it would work. I hear where he's going. I think it's got merit, particularly in a short-term crisis. It's basically a rebate of taxes paid. But we sort of need both. I mean, that's not an alternative to keeping the business open with 90 days of low interest funding. Uh, And so I I don't like it when I see media people pitting, well, let's send a thousand dollars to every person in America versus helping try to keep um, the restaurant open or the uh, small business open because it doesn't have any visitors. Do you, do do you, how how do you, how do you guys feel about that? Well, the way I look at it is, if they sim- let's say I had seen it was a thousand dollars for everybody makes under a hundred thousand, a married couple making under two hundred thousand dollars would each get a thousand or two thousand dollars for the family plus some uh, extra uh, earned income stuff for the for the kids. I look at yeah. it this way: you give me that money, that's fine and dandy. However, if all the restaurants are closed, the movie theaters are closed, stores are closed. Things are going out of business. Where do I spend it? No, it's not. You know, and this is something, again, that's why I use this very strict philosophical view that this is like 9-11. Your country has been attacked. We need to put our flags up on the front of our houses. We need to unite. We need to drop the sarcasm on uh, social media. We need to stop bashing uh, one person or the other uh, in leadership in the country mm-hmm. and get to work getting this thing beat. And uh, I think you want to try to keep businesses open. I think you want to try to help families. So it's not economic stimulus. It's, I wouldn't call it stimulus. I'm calling it, uh, mili- you know, I don't know what to call it, but it's a defensive measure. That money is used to make this month's tuition payment pay for extra child care, um, pay to put groceries on the table. It's really not meant to get you to go out and go anywhere because there's nowhere to go. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's really self-defense money uh, right now, honestly, and a little bit of peace of mind money for the fact that we know that 40% of American households can't make a $400 emergency payment. Mm-hmm. 40% of American households can't make a 40, $400 emergency payment. So, um, you know, I know it's presented as stimulus. It's really saving money. We're not stimulating. We're trying to give people peace of mind so we can get through a public health crisis and get back to work as soon as possible. Yeah. And this has got to be bigger than 9-11 because 9-11, it was specific industries like uh, the car manufacturers and things of right. that nature. This time, this is much more widespread, uh, Congressman. 
it's going to have to be that much bigger. Would you agree? I do agree. And I think you and I have just walked through our own examples of that. And I'd say the challenge to the House, the Senate, the president is scope. Um, <clears throat> I would propose we get as big a scope as Stephen Mnuchin recommends, but then we phase it. So this is good to go, but we don't fire all the bullets at once. We fire them uh, as we need them. And I'd like to look at the end of the first four weeks of this ramp up in the United States, and I'd like to see where we are. What does Dr. Fauci tell us about the summer? Uh, How are our treatments? How are our hospitals doing? So let's get our authorizations and our plans and our budgets made for really the next six months, but let's phase in how we uh, do it. One thing I think that's so important is getting, as I said earlier, money to businesses fast. And every time I bring this up, people start rolling their eyes. But look, if you have a business in Little Rock, the best advisor you have is probably who is your accountant and your banker. And if you have a banking existing banking relationship, there are 5,000 banks around this country. They can deliver that money in hours if they have a program with a guarantee attached to it for short-term cash purposes. And the Small Business Administration has a program that's run through banks called the Express Loan. You can get up to $350,000 basically without a lot of documentation. And it has a 50% government guarantee on it now as a standard product. I'd like to see us move that guarantee up to like 90%, lower the interest rate, speed it up, and get that authorized that the banks of Arkansas can go help their businesses with unsecured SBA guaranteed money for four weeks or four months in Congre- order to get there. Congressman, i got to jump in. We're out of time. I appreciate you that. joining me. I'll talk to you here in the very See near you, future. Thanks. i got to tell you, that was a really interesting and very serious interview we just had with Congressman French Hill. I mean, seriously serious. Because Ed and I have been sitting here talking about this. And like I said, the left likes to say there's no such thing as trickle-down economics. I beg to differ. Of course there is. Absolutely there is. Because let's just talk about Hilton for a moment. Hilton. Uh, employs 450,000 people worldwide. Right now, they are, they're, they've got about 18% worldwide of their rooms filled. And they say they're getting cancellations every day. Every day. So that's going down. You know, what is Hilton supposed to do? You've got people, you got to, you got to, you know, people who make the beds and stuff, the maids that work there. You got the people who wash the sheets and, uh, you know, fold them and whatnot and get them ready to be changed in the rooms. Uh, you got probably some chefs there at your at your restaurant because most Hiltons I've ever stayed in have a restaurant in them. Yeah. Uh, you've Maintenance got, people who fix the air yeah. conditioners when they break. You have people who serve you at the restaurants. And on and on. Now, that's specifically on the hotel. And you've got to pay the nut every month 
on keeping that building open. All right. So keep that in mind. You got to pay the air conditioning in the summer. You got to pay the heat in the winter. You got to heat the water that the people take their showers with. You got all that going on. And on top of that, now here's the ripple effect. You just got, I just, we've been talking about the ripple in the hotel. Now let's talk about outside the hotel. They buy food from somebody for that restaurant. They're buying power from somebody to power their electrical. I mean, we can go on and on. Just just start thinking it in your head. Detergent, soap. All of that ripples out into the economy. It has an effect in the economy. So uh, Ed said to me during the break, he said, man, I wouldn't want to be a congressman or a senator or be on the president's team right now. I agree with you. There is some very, very, very big and weighty decisions that have to be made because that we're just talking about one business right there now multiply that by and and that's considered a small business hilton uh small businesses make up 90 percent of business in the united states so multiply that by 90 times restaurants buy their food wholesale from somewhere before they prepare it and serve it so if the restaurant goes out of business or loses a lot of customers before they go out of business they're not buying as much food from that wholesale commercial food company schools buy food you know every school has cafeterias that serve kids uh if the school shuts down then they stop buying food because they don't need to feed the kids well there's some company somewhere that employs people that makes the food there's truckers that ship that food to the schools, to the restaurants. The, just think about the the fuel usage that a school district uses on buses. If they if make the decision to shut school down for months, at a t- that how much fuel is not getting used, so they're not buying the fuel from whatever company they buy it from, and truckers aren't trucking the fuel to wherever the school has their fuel storage for the buses. So that's the ripple effect. Just Yeah, we're just talking about that. I, I just got this number, all right? It boggles the mind. 91,000 schools are closed or are going to close. 91,000. Now, just consider what Ed was just saying. You buy food for lunches. You, You buy fuel for buses. You use power at that school. I'm sure they may have gas, they may have electric, they may have propane. Who knows what it might be? But they got to buy that commodity from somewhere. All of this ripples out across our economy. And when we were talking, the the congressman and I, I've heard that we'll see a 10% loss in the second quarter in GDP. Uh, He said he has heard 5%. Let me tell you what, when you talk the size of GDP in this country, 1% is a huge number, trillions of dollars. Yep. I think about countries like Japan. Japan right now has got a minus 6% on their economy in the first quarter. I can, I have no idea what it's going to be like in the second quarter 
And you heard him, what he said about China. It could be 50%. Whew. This, this is not only going to affect America. It's going to, this is going to affect the world. And so it's something to, to, keep in, to keep in mind, seriously, because I don't think we've seen the, the biggest decisions yet about this, you know, hunker down thing. I think they're going to be telling us in this state in the near future that everybody's going to have to hunker down and nobody basically will be able to go to work. I, I really kind of see that coming i've seen news reports where certain states have activated certain parts of their national guard but i have not read what they are going to do mm-hmm. with the national guard well in regards i, to I asked this, this the question yesterday when does a curfew become martial law i've asked that question that's a question that i believe sometime during this event is going to have to be answered it's a taste of it for if it's for adults it's definitely a taste of it and a lot of this is going to end up in court folks i'm just telling you right now a lot of it's going to end up in court because we're dealing with first amendment and all kinds of things uh out there i i, I saw the arguments on facebook last night i was uh, reading them and people saying this is not a first amendment issue yes it is whether you think it is or not it is a First Amendment issue. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom to assemb- peaceably assemble. That's correct. That's First Amendment. So, you know, this whole thing of uh, them going out, like, for instance, people saying, well, look at all the young people who went on spring break, and there's thousands of them out on the beach, and then you see the police sweep across the beach and tell them the beach is now closed. I'm just... And then you go back and listen to what I'm telling you. That has a ripple effect on the economy. The guy that's selling umbrellas out on the beach, you're taking his livelihood away. I'm just telling you, it's bigger than a lot of us are thinking when it comes to the economy. Really, really is. I wonder how much graft is going on out there when you talked about the marijuana staying open and san francisco how many companies are trying to bribe decision makers and politicians to, mm-hmm. to not vote to close their type of business down right. or restrict their type of business yeah it's 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 really crazy right now and it's it really is serious well, this yeah. this part of it is really serious i mean look i can you hear me you know complain and moan on the air about you know movie theaters but they close the movie theaters uh, let me tell you, there's a big there's a big thing that could happen because of this uh universal's already notified people that they'll be able to buy first run movies and watch them at home on their tv that's never been the case before all they, right they've they've made a mathematical decision that's the only when, way to keep the cash flow when they yeah. break through that wall all right Things change for theater chains at that point. I saw AMC is now no longer in the movie business. They sold their last theater yesterday. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah. They are out of the movie business. It's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things happening right now. There's a lot, of, as the old saying goes for the juggler, he's got a lot of balls in the air right now. <laughs> You know, and if you happen to drop one, and then you can start dropping a bunch of them, and it happens to be eggs that you're you're juggling, you're going to break a lot of eggs. And 
it's not economical directly, but I'm seeing a lot of posts uh, from police departments, uh, law enforcement agencies around the country making decisions of that uh, law enforcement will not respond to certain type of things. So more and more, you're going to be on your own. Yeah. Um, Let me you know, give you. If it's I a just... murder in process, then maybe they'll send the cop there. But if it's if it's not that, you're going to be on your own. We just reported on the air. Little Rock Police will not be answering in person for nonviolent routine calls. They will do it all over the phone. There you go. If it's not if it's not violent, you're an, an officer's not coming to where you're at. So that's the key. All right, we got to get a break. And when we come back, I'm going to have uh, James Bennett, my pastor at New Life Church out in Cabot on. Uh, New Life Church is uh, trying to do something unique, and I, uh, I'm excited about it. I want to share it with you. You can get involved if you'd like to. Uh, you know, New Life Church believes in being the hands and feet of Jesus, and we try to have an impact with love into our community. And right now, a lot of kids aren't in school. Uh, schools are closed. In fact, they're talking now about keeping schools closed until the end of of the year i'm not making that up that's what they're talking about end of the year uh i don't know how it happens but it does that parents don't feed their children that they i guess spend whatever money they have on drugs and things of that nature and so some of these kids don't get a hot meal during the course of the day so what new life church is trying to do is have the people who come to church there donate at least $7.50. That would supply two meals to a child each day um, and uh, feed these kids that need meals. In other words, the churches would be feeding centers at that point. This is what I think that the Gospels ask us to do. So James Bennett will join me when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're going to give you the information on that. We got 13 minutes till 8 on a uh, Wednesday. It's hump day, middle weekday, over hill day. We are closer to Friday than we were on, are you ready for this? Monday. So we'll got more coming your way. Uh, here's your traffic. It's 747, 13 minutes till 850 degrees. All right, back with you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And joining me today is one of my betty, best buddies, all right? He's a good man. His name's James Bennett. He is the pastor at uh, New Life Church in Cabot. James, how are you this morning? Good morning, Dave. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, listen, I, I, I wanted to talk to you about something I got uh, over, uh, I guess it was a text, if I'm not mistaken. It may have been on email. I'm not sure. Uh, but... The church, uh, you know, Cabot schools are out, a lot of schools are out. I just read a statistic that 91,000 schools are closed or are closing as we speak, and that there are people now saying that some of the schools that are closed will not reopen until the end of the year. Now, with that in mind, the schools feed a lot of children that won't have a hot meal during the course of a day unless they get it in one of the school feeding programs. And so New Life Church is going to try to fill that gap. Explain what you all are trying to do. Yes, sir. Uh, there's there's actually about 300,000 kids who uh, depend on free or reduced meals uh, at schools across the state. 
Um, most of our efforts are focused in central Arkansas. I would encourage people to definitely check with your local schools. There's a lot of local businesses that are partnering with schools and, and cities to help feed these kids. But uh, we actually do have uh, four different routes and, and five different areas that we are trying to get these meals to these kids. And so uh, you can actually go to newlifechurch.tv. You can follow our Instagram, and we have it clearly um, on there, all the different areas and different places that we're going to be uh, delivering these meals. Uh, we have a couple of uh, stations that are set up where people can come and pick up meals if necessary. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically for $7.50, we can give two meals to a kid. And uh, – uh, another great way to find out more information. This is under our Dream Center effort, uh, which is our primary outreach ministry for our church. And they can go to ardreamcenter.tv. That's ardreamcenter.tv. Um, they get more information on there about how they can help out as well. Yeah, this is a great opportunity. Uh, uh, Linda and I sat down last night and we started uh looking at how many shekels we have and and how much we can give to the church is this going to be uh like when we do our tithe where it says like other or whatever and you can put a little uh note in there i want this money to go towards feeding students or or what yeah yes sir yeah if especially in a lot of churches i'm sure they have on online giving platforms and yes for us as a church uh, you can definitely denote it uh, towards this, towards the Dream Center, and even specifically towards um, these meals. Uh, another avenue, if anyone's interested in giving, is to text HUNGER to 88000, and that's another way that you can give. And we're going to do this this week and next week, Monday through Friday, um, and we will continue to do it as long as needed, as long as the funds are available to be able to do it. James, on, on a given Sunday, we've we've got a lot of campuses with New Life Church now. How many people attend church on a, a given Sunday? We're averaging just under 20,000 people across the state at all of our different locations. Wow, that's impressive. I, I mean, I, I don't think people know that. It, it is. It's really, really impressive. And if everybody would just give $7.50, it'd go a long way to feed a whole lot of kids. Oh, absolutely. But I'm really thankful. We we live in great communities in a great state where we have a lot of amazing churches. And it's not just New Life Church um, that's doing our part. Uh, I'm really, really thankful that we have leadership across the state and in our communities that see the value of the local church, and they're partnering with us. And so uh, it's it's actually really encouraging. I think we have a tremendous opportunity uh, right now. And although because we're being wise and we're following the advisement of our leadership, a lot of our buildings won't be open, but you, you can't close the church because the church is not a building. It's the people. And I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus to our state right now. Well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is exactly what the gospel calls us to do. And uh, I want to commend you. I want to commend the leadership of New Life Church uh, for what they're doing. I got one other question for you, and, and it's this. You know, they've been saying that if there's more than 50 people or 100 people or 200 people, uh, you know, you should think about not meeting. 
Does that concern you a little bit that somewhere down the line we might be ordered not to meet for church? I'm not concerned at all because I know that God's not surprised about anything. And uh, we understand that all leadership is is put put in place by God. And so we can trust our leadership, but also know that God's going to give us creative ways that we're going to continue to be able to love and reach people. And so uh, we would love to be back to normal as soon as possible. We love gathering together uh, in worship. But I think the early church uh, clearly shows us that uh, there are ways for us to minister, for us to to do what we need to do. And thankfully, we live in an age of technology where we're able to use that and and via video chat and different platforms that are available now where we can still see each other, we can still minister to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we are as a church going to be using in the meantime. And I know a lot of different churches are. And I'd also say that if there are any churches out there that don't have the technology to be able to do Um, those types of meetings to please reach out to us. And we'd love to try to resource anybody that we can. All right. James Bennett, he's my pastor. He's a good man and he's uh, done great things in Cabot. Uh, He won't brag, but I will, I'll brag on him. Uh, He's a very godly man. And let me bring one other name up and that's Rick Bazette, who's the man behind new life church in its totality. And he is unbelievable. Thanks so much, James. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, thank you, Dave. All I right. appreciate the time this morning. Talk to you later. All right, James ben, uh, Bennett here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. He's a good man. New Life Church, I believe, is a church that's really trying to do it right. I, like you said, this is this is a time where churches can step up and do a yes, lot more. Yes, they can. More, and absolutely. there's a need for it. A- absolutely. It really is. And no matter how you think about, well, what kind of parent doesn't feed your child or whatever that doesn't take away that child's hunger the only way you take away that child's hunger is to have a meal for them and and parents should plan for and work for to take care of their children absolutely uh the world is imperfect that's a mandate dr april would say except the world is is as it is not how it ought to be but this is where you should go to your church and your family Mm -hmm. not the government to help it should have been should always be that Ed, I want to thank you for coming in, man. Anytime. It's baby. always a pleasure. Don't say that. <laughs> Anytime I'm available. That's it. There you go. Anytime you're available. Better that you say it that way because I'll have you join me all the time because I think that you really bring something to the table. I appreciate you. My thanks to Elizabeth. She's been really keeping me up to date on uh, factoids, as I like to say, and that those are important things that we need to have. Um uh, the more that we can get on the air about this and, and for instance, how the government's uh, reacting to it, not nationally only, but also as far as state and local, uh, we'll uh, be talking uh, to the, them about what's going on. See if we can't get uh, some people on for tomorrow. J.R. Davis is going to be on. It doesn't mean I'm going anywhere right now because I'm looking across. I see Joe. Joe's sitting over there in the other studio and. I'm thinking Duck is over there as well. So they'll be on with you to talk about your car. And when you talk about times like these, it's a time to say you got to keep your car running in tip-top form. We'll talk about that when we continue on the Dave Ellswick Show. 101.1 FM, uh, the answer, it is uh, just about 8 o'clock and 50 degrees.
I'll tell you what, it's turned into a real serious show today. Yeah. There's a lot of serious stuff being uh, taken care of there. Uh, SRN Special Report. That's uh, Salem Radio News. Uh, special Report on the COVID-19 uh, outbreak at 7 o'clock tonight here on 101.1 FM. Uh, the answer, you'll want to tune in and hear that. You can listen to it live over the air, or you can listen to it stream on 101.1 FM, uh, theanswer.com. Uh, if you guys want to just throw up the the picture of my studio over here, Zach, and, and air that over my Facebook, feel free. We can do it that way, too. So uh, any which way you get us, you'll be able to hear it, iHeart or whatever. Any way is great. Yeah, yeah, the Salem app, all of that. Uh, who is it? Alexa, she'll hook you up. You know, just talk to Alexa at your house or your dot. I got a dot. I don't have Alexa. I, well, maybe she's the midget Alexa. <laughs> I don't know. She's just little. Right. I don't she's, have neither she's one. She's a lot smaller than Alexa is. And I can just say, Alexa, you know, tune into uh, 101.1 FM, The Answer, and that's good. Brings it up. Yep. Yeah, I don't have one of them. That lets me know whether I need to come into work or not. Because if I go and it's going, shh, means probably something really bad is happening. The zombies have really attacked. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. took over the radio station. <laughs> it's a. It's kind of a. This is kind of an unnerving time financially in America. Well, it affects everybody, Dave. Me and Duck were talking about what our plan is for automotive shops. And, uh, you know, me and him are kind of on the same page. We're going to be there. If your car breaks, call us. Mm-hmm. If the parts are there, we're going to fix it. If, if we don't have the any parts, parts are there. If we don't have any parts, we'll at least have it diagnosed and be waiting on them. Right. And you, you know, can't when, drive it anyway if it's broke. So Yeah, when things straighten back up, then we'll go back to work, you know. That's so, it. So here's my suggestion. If you know you have some problems with your car. Get it in now. Thank you very much. Now, While we're still capable of, of making a repair because of the parts delivery. Before, before things get terrible, I mean, they're bad, but if they get terrible, things could even take a real turn to the south. Well, Just know that. you know, it's kind of like me and Joe was talking about, you know, if you got a warehouse mm-hmm. that ships parts out and you got a 200 people that work here, and 150 of them decided, hey, we're going to quarantine ourselves for two weeks. Yeah. What do you do? Basically, the warehouse is shut down. I mean, right. you, you know, got, you can't do shipping, with receiving, it. everything slows down. And then, the you know, our, the parts store stock parts, but when they run out and they can't get new stock in, mm-hmm. it cuts down what we can do. When it starts trickling on down to us, and then, you know, our hands are tied. When it trickles to you, there's real problems. Yes. yes. Because it means the... The whole Big country boys shut down. Are, are, yeah. and, uh, and up, it's hit, it's hitting everybody at that yeah. point. Yeah. So and and so our our plan is, you know, our employees. Uh, uh, if 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 it slacks up, some of them are going to have to go home. If they have to go home, they're going to have to get online and apply for the uh, stimulus from the government. Um, me and Duck are little businesses. We got eight ten employees. You're you make up ninety yes. percent of all the businesses in the United States. Small business makes up nine let me repeat this again 90 percent if small business implodes the country implodes but there again dave but, you know the stimulus package is talking about for the hotel people and the cruise ship oh people and all them they're not throwing none of us small business people in there what are they going to do for us no they're talking about well 
Yeah. You know, Trump has talked about SBA uh, low to no interest loans and things of that nature. I mean, I've, I've we've heard them talk about that. But when you think about one, you know, one hotel chain, Hilton. Yeah. 450,000 people? Uh, yes, I, I heard that. Oh, my God. Well, I, I'm sorry, but I don't I don't worry about Hilton. He'll be fine. He's got money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe's Garage and Duck's Garage is, uh, uh, you know, a lot more eight, precarious. Eight or, eight or ten employees, and, and they all are off for two or three or four weeks a month, and they need to be paid, and, and we cannot, uh, without any it. revenue stream coming in, we can't afford that. Yeah, it's just like I I think it's interesting when you've got a politician says, well, every business needs to give two weeks sick leave paid. Okay. Okay, so, you know. Give me the money and I'll do that. Here's what I always say. You write the check that your your mouth That's just it. blew out, you yeah. know. That's it. I've got guys that are that have vacation time that's due to them. But if all 10 or 11 of them take it at the same time can't and I have it. no revenue stream coming in, I can't afford that. Uh, well, duh. Period. That's the way it is. And, and they don't seem to realize that. It, it, but it is what it is. But you're a businessman. you got oh, bunches it, of money. No, I ain't Hilton. <laughs> I hear that all the time. Well, you're getting rich. Yeah. Now, you ought to pay some of these bills that you comes betcha. every month. Workers' comp. But, you know, but shop do, they, do they make a living? Yes. That's why you're in business. You know, my guys earn their paycheck every week. Mine do, too. And, and, and we can't go two or three or four weeks or a month or six weeks or two months. It will detrimentally affect us from now on because we will get in the hole and in the rears with other stuff. So if they do a stimulus package of some sort, it needs to be to help us while we're idle and sitting there. Everybody. Yes, not just the people that work for us, but us also, because if we don't have something to fall back on, when those guys get ready to come back to work, we don't have a business, they don't have a job. That's right. There's nobody there, so there's no place for them to go back. Now, you talk about across this country, a lot of little bitty one and two and three man operations they'll not survive this dave they will disappear yes they'll be gone just like you snapped your fingers one day they were here the next day they were gone they said that in new york city 30 percent of all the restaurants will be gone before this is over with it'll bankrupt them yeah because 30 percent they have no revenue and they can't pay their bills and and, and joe think about the the light bill still going to come the you gas bill still going to come you the water you. bill the payment on the building is still going to come. Your insurance, insurance is going to come. Your workers' comp's going to come. Yep. It, you know, it, 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 it's going to, if they don't help, it's going to kill us. This is what always interests me. The left and the liberals, because I, I, I differentiate between them now. The liberals are not as crazy as the left, all right? But the, the left makes the statement, and liberals, that there is no such thing as trickle-down economics. You watch trickle-down economics live and in person if this stuff really gets rolling because, as you're talking about, you can't pay for your building, you can't pay for your electricity, you can't pay you, – you're not buying parts anymore because you can't afford to buy the parts. Anyway. That all affects other businesses. Yes, it does. That's called trickle-down, folks. But most of the people up there, Dave, has never run a business. They have no earthly idea what it takes for us to make a living every day. 
The only business they've had is putting a gun in your back and taking money out of your wallet. Exactly. That's all they've had ever done is took money from us. But there again, you know, they can help the, the, the worker, but they've got to help us. So we'll be in business when they get ready to come back. And it's going to come back. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, the, it, it'll be back. It may be four weeks from now, and it may be five months from now. But, you know, like I told Joe, I said, you know, I can't withstand five months without him paying. Yeah, well, you know, there, there's a lot of people that won't be able to do that. And, and you know, uh, I'm not just trying to be all gloom and doom here, but the fact remains no, that but it, what it, they're trying to tell us that we're supposed to do is not going to be possible. This is reality. Yes, folks. it. it you is. know, we got to face reality mm-hmm. here. It don't mm-hmm. matter how much money we've got to spend. We got to spend it because if we don't, there's not going to be anything anywhere. No. No, it won't be nothing left. You it's know, going it, to affect everybody. Well, it already has. And I think, you know, I got a granddaughter and, and actually three great-grandchildren. They closed the school where the grandchildren go. My daughter has had them at the shop babysitting them. We're doing what we got to do. I mm-hmm. have another daughter who works for the state. Her daughter is in that grandbaby still in daycare. But when they close that daycare, she's not going to work either. Yep. Because you're going to take half the workforce the minute the daycares are closed and shut them down. And and I think that that's probably going to happen at the end of this week, first of next week. Okay. Because the babies intertwine with each other and they come from families. And then when, if one has it, then they give it to another one. And then that's just. They go give it to Mima or whoever. That's correct. And if it gives it to grandma and grandpa and Mima and papa and they're not very good health, it could be detrimental to them. And it could be deadly. Yes. It's, that's just exactly the way that it would, yeah, no. it so. would be. It, it's a, a serious situation and it is where we're at right now and where we found ourselves. If you have a car question, because yeah. I want to go back to the very beginning of what I said. If you got a problem with your car, don't wait now. Get it fixed so that you don't have to worry that your car breaks down in the middle of all this. Well, you don't want to be stuck on the side of the road or at the house or at the grocery store with your car not starting while you're trying to get your supplies and take care of the family and all that. So uh, if you're having any issues, get them in. Let's get them checked, see what's wrong with them. And while we have an opportunity to fix them, let's fix them. All right. 18 minutes after 8, it's the Dave Ellswick Show, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck and Joe. That was a, both, of, both of your names right there. Joe and, and uh, Duck are here taking your calls, 823-0965. It's the Dave Ellswick Show, 18 after 8, 51 degrees here in Little Rock, 52 in Conway and in Hot Springs, Pine Bluff and Cabot. Uh, high today is looking to be at... I got to read through the whole doggone thing here to figure out what it is. 72 degrees. More coming your way in just a moment. Got to tell you this you should not be worried about taxes in retirement. You should be scared to death of them. And here's why you'll be paying taxes on your IRA and your 401k unless you got a Roth and you already paid the taxes on it. And that's the way I would tell you that you should do it. But anyway, if you just got a regular 401k where they don't take any taxes off and you put the money in the bank, know that they're going to tax that when you start taking money out. They're going to have taxes on your Social Security benefits and taxes on your investment income so that the money that you were counting on for retirement could be just a fraction of what you thought it was going to be. 
Learn how you could avoid this with a free tax reduction analysis from the David Lucas Financial folks here in Little Rock. If you've saved more than $500,000, be one of the first 10 callers to get this free analysis now at 501-222-3315. Learn how you can save tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes over the entirety of your retirement. Call 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, back with uh, Joe and Duck. We talked last week about window wipers and getting, uh, you know, the, the cleaning fluid for your window changed and all that other stuff, or use it up. I mean, if if it's one of those that's not going to freeze, you can use it during summer, too. Sure, yeah. yeah. It don't hurt to use it. Yeah, yeah, just use it up. Don't don't get rid of it. I mean, you know, just mix that other with it, and it'll be all right. What do you guys think about Rain-X? Do you think that Rain-X stuff in your window washing fluid yes. is worth the extra money? I think that Rain-X is a great product. If you put it on your windshield and... And if you've ever driven a car that's had it on there, it'll bead the water up. Another thing, too, Joe, if you do have wiper problems, it, it'll run the water off the windshield when you're driving. It's not mm-hmm. like one without it. That's correct. Where the water sticks to the windshield, you know, until the wind finally blows it off. It'll bubble it up and run it over to the side out of your vision. What is it, some kind of chemical that just makes water slicker? Is that yeah, what it does? beads up. Yes. Yeah, it, it's got something to do with some kind of wax stuff they put in it. I don't know exactly what it is. And it puts a coat on your windshield. It's like like your car when you wax your car, water, the beads. water beads that runs off. Mm-hmm. It's some kind of a wax deal that they put in there to make it to put a film on your windshield. It don't hurt your car, don't hurt your windshield, but it just puts some kind of a wax film on it so it will bead and run off. And it makes your wipers work better too because it's slicker. Okay, I mean, it's a great product myself. Well, I know that I I like it. I mm-hmm. like it a lot, and uh, you had to use it a lot here lately with all the rain. <laughs> More and rain was, today and tonight and it tomorrow. Was, it was raining hard when I left homecoming. Yeah. Was it? Well, I'm they tired said. Tired of the rain. Yeah, so am I. They said about a half an inch <laughs> of rain today is what you uh, can expect tonight. Uh, higher amounts during thunderstorms, but overall probably about a tenth of an inch. Uh, tomorrow, between another quarter and a half of an inch possible. Uh, Thursday night, eh, rain starts moving out. Friday, Still 40% chance of rain, but nothing of significance. By the time we get to Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 53. <laughs> it's going to be 75 tomorrow. be nice if it was sunny and 75. Mm-hmm. I would like that a lot. Yeah, me too. You know, to yeah, be my, honest with my, you. My weeds are growing fast. <laughs> well, you got that brand new yard that the you cron- got to take care of. The coronavirus ain't killed the wheat <laughs> grass in my backyard. <laughs> Why couldn't we have a virus like that? It just kills weeds. That's it. We could call yep. it the the Roundup virus. Yeah, my <laughs> all my sod that I put down back last fall, it's all still dormant, but the weeds is growing tremendously. The little old purple it, huh? looking flowers. Oh, I, that's nut. That's nut grass. I, I've got a whole yard full of them. So do I, because I cut back on some things. All right, I mean mm-hmm. you do that from time to time. And what I cut back on is the guy that comes out and does the pre-emergence and all of that on your lawn. I mean, I, I do just mine did without myself. it. Yeah. Now I'm paying for it. I do mine myself. You can go to no, home. do you? you and lawnmower fix it, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, well, cut that's what yeah. happened. We cut the lawn the other day uh, mm-hmm. when we had a little bit of a break there. It looks great. 
And man, is it greening up? Yeah, it's got to green up. There's too much rain not to green it up. Well, that in the seventy degree days, that's when the grass starts growing. Once it, you know, it sees yeah, it wakes up. That. Needs a little sunshine on it. Well, hey. look look at the trees outside, Dave. All the trees is budded out, and the green leaves is coming out. Yeah, I'm like, and that's that. really unusual I'm for ready this time for of year. But I'm ready for it. Oh, me too. I'm. I'm. It's I'm, kind of a little bit of a plus right now because of all the rain we've had. The pollen levels aren't as high. Yeah, it's keeping it. Washed That's down. true. It's keeping it washed down. That's true. All There's right, these Zach. Trees buds. Who we got? Lauren from Mall Lauren, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, man, I've got a question for you guys. I've got an '04 Chevy Silverado uh, V8 four-wheel drive. It's got about ninety thousand miles on it. Um, to the best of my knowledge it's never had the transmission serviced or anything in the four-wheel drive system service what do you guys uh i'm sure i'm overdoing the transmission service what do you guys recommend is there anything on the four-wheel drive part of that 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 needs to be serviced well when you come in for a, a you know regular service at one of the me or ducks garage bumper to bumper certified service center what we do we do in a, we check the fluid levels the rear end the transfer case front differential and and what we're looking for there is what the grease looks like, right, Doug? Yes, make sure it ain't brown looking or foamy looking. As if you put a boat in the water, you know, with all the rain we've had, the, all that kind of stuff, you don't want water intrusion in there to break the grease down. So that's what we're looking for. But uh, it should have been serviced once already as far as transmission goes, but it's due for the second one right now. So I would okay. go ahead and get that done. And make sure they service your transfer case while you're there. That's correct. Change fluid in your transfer case. That's it. It's just a drain and refill, but it yes. is a synthetic fluid. Okay. And All look, right. and look at the rear end and the front differential. Make and sure there's the, no water in it. If the grease needs replacement, service as needed. And make sure you make sure you tell them, whoever does it, if it's my guys, they know to clean the vents on the rear end and the vents on the transmission. That's correct. Okay. All right. Good deal. That's what I was wondering. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thank you. it. All right. Thank appreciate you. your call. Don't forget, you're in Maumel. You're very close. But, Crystal Hills Road yep. over in North Little Rock, where Joe's Garage is at. Be happy to do it for you. Yeah, no what's, problem. A, what's that phone number? Uh, 753-4685. Never miss an opportunity. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, we need all we can get right now. Thank yeah, you. I think so. I think that's the truth. we got about a minute to news. What were you going to add in there, Doug? Well, you know, you, you're talking about him, you know, servicing it in, uh, like Joe said, it's missed one service on the transmission, but it needs to go ahead and get it now. So you can get the fluid changed in it, and if it's got a plug on a torque converter, go ahead and drain the torque converter and fill it. That way you get all the, you don't get all the fluid, but you get 90% of the fluid out of the system. Do it now. Yeah. You know, don't it, wait. It's time to do it. And and people don't realize the transfer case don't run off the transmission fluid. It has its own reservoir. Holds about two and just a little over two quarts of transmission fluid. Right, this is the thing that we're going to impress upon you immensely today. I'll mention it. At least a couple more times. Don't wait. Do it now. Yeah. I bet you that he's been having it serviced at a quick loop place, and they haven't been checking all the fluid levels no. like they should. All right. A break. We'll come back. Sean Hannity wants to join us. All right, Hannity, it's your time. Come on. We'll let you do your talking. You can do it right now. All right. Don't forget, tonight at 7 o'clock, it is a uh, Salem Radio Network special report on uh, COVID-19. It's a one-hour program. It starts at 7 tonight. You can hear it right here at 101.1 FM. The Answer, hear it on our website at 101.1 FM, theanswer.com. I've even told, uh, you know, uh, uh, Zach that if they want to put it up on my uh, Facebook, they can do that as well. 
Uh, There'll be plenty of ways that you can get it. If you happen to have Alexa, just say, Alexa, play 101.1 FM, the answer, and bang, it'll come right on. But you should listen to it. There'll be some really good information for you to, to listen into and maybe make you feel a little bit better. It won't be all doom and gloom. So, yeah. Dave, you know what I say? Teresa, can you pull your phone up and turn it on? <laughs> yeah, there. That's it. That's my Alexa. It works. Oh, yeah. She pulls it, it right up. She can get it right right there. She she probably has the Salem app. She does. Just push the app and station appears. Yep. There yep. it is for you. She'll keep in, keep in, uh, in, uh, informed at SRN Special Report, COVID-19, 7 p.m. tonight, one-hour program on it. And... Uh, wouldn't surprise me we don't have a few more of those as we go along just sure keep everybody will. up to date on yeah. what's all happening i've thought about doing it here i just don't have a big enough staff yeah if i had you know four of me i'd be all right there's one of me and that's not all right to try to keep up with all that stuff well, in the future they'll clone you yeah that would be all right yeah. i might be able to do that hey by the way the uh, attorney general will be on on uh, friday uh i understand that's going to be at eight forty-five in the morning and they want to impress upon price gougers. They They're catch you, get you. If they catch you, it's going to cost you. You might say, wow, I made $100. Yeah, after they catch you and they charge you $10,000, you won't be so happy. If we do it, Dave. And that's why they've got to do it to, to make people understand. You can't just go out and gouge people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, toilet paper. You know, they've, I heard some people talking about selling for $5 a row. I've heard fifty dollars a package. You know, you know. <laughs> I you heard a guy was they better to, have gold on that toilet paper for me to buy. A guy $50. was trying to sell, uh, trade a case of that for a Lamborghini. <laughs> Depends on what time of the day it is. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are some times that it might be worth that. Nah. Yeah. Well, Not you know, me, we might have to go the Far East way. I was in Walmart <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Fingers. And in Cabot, and the shelves that hold the TP and the paper towels yeah. were nothing on them. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were empty. Big old plastic tubs up there lined up, so the shelves didn't look empty. But, empty. Yeah. Nothing that, there. I, you know, we, we walked in here this morning and talked to Zach, and <clears throat> Zach is a customer of Joe's Garage, and uh, he said, I got a problem, Joe. I said, what's that? He said, I've lost my ignition key. He said it fell off of my key oh, ring no. somewhere. And he said that, uh, how do I fix this? My car is not at home. It's someplace else, and I'm here. And I said, well, we got a fix for that. Yep. We're going to call it. We're going to give him a number to a locksmith, and locksmith's going to go out there and cut him a new key and program it for his car. But, Ben, we touched on that. Well, I was going to ask. The okay, program so part. I'm, I'm going to ask. Yeah. I was watching Adventures of a Babysitter uh Night before last, Tuesday night. Yeah. And I love that movie with mm-hmm. Elizabeth Shue. And uh, I just think it's funny. And they get in that one car as they're trying to run away from the, <laughs> the tow truck driver. Mm-hmm. And the guy's boosting the other the, the, the guy who's with the, the tow truck driver's wife. And he's in the car with him. And uh, he tears the wires out under the bottom of the steering wheel, touches two wires together. Vroom, off he goes. That ain't happening. <laughs> It's a movie. Dave, now back in the 60s, yeah, it could have happened. Well, in the 60s still, even then, Duck, 
if you don't have, you have to have more than two wires touched together. That's right. You got to have one to power everything up. You could you could raise the hood, and run a jumper wire, positive side of the coil to the positive side of the battery, take a pocket screwdriver, jump across the solenoid, it'll crank up and run. Yeah. You never even reach underneath the dash, no. but if it had a, a a lock and key cylinder that had a steering wheel lock on it, you then you it have anyway. a problem there. You can't steer it. So, and that was back in the seventies and eighties. Today's yeah. world, these cars have chips in the keys, and you walk Halo. up there, and you stick that key up to that ignition switch, whether it's in the column, on the dash, or if it's a push button. That that fob in your pocket. The minute you sit down in that car, there's a transmitter in there. It pings. It says, bing, 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 who are you? And it gives a code. And then that code's transferred to the ECM, the BCM, and the instrument cluster. And all these modules agree, hey, that's the right code. Hey, that's that's the right person. Let it run. That's correct. Now, it, it, you take a guy that says, you know, gone in, gone in 60 seconds, that ain't happening. No. If a guy set out there Great movie, though. had all of the information <laughs> that he needed on a laptop, and all, re- all the keys he needed and broke into that car and sat down there, it's going to take him probably over an hour to steal that car. To, having it, everything to get everything turned on. You mean not 10 seconds? No. <laughs> Just like in Gone in 60 Seconds, you did see that those uh, Mercedes Benz that were trying to steal them. Yeah. They said they had to have the keys. Remember, they had to break in and steal the keys yes. to the cars to get the cars. Yeah. That's why. You can't get around the security. So they actually wanted to have a little reality. To it is movie. so yeah. tight. The security on this is so tight that we have to actually, when we get ready to program a key or something as a repair shop, sometimes the manufacturer requires us to take a picture of the registration and, to and send it to them to make sure that we're working on that car for that customer and not making a key for somebody that could steal it at a later date. Yeah, that you know is how tight it is. Well, you know, wow. used, used to, Joe, you could take the VIN number and go to any dealer. They'd cut you a key. It ain't happening no more. No, you got you got even if I call, uh, we'll just say the Chevrolet place, hey, I need a key for this truck. You know, I'm trying to program and I got to have two keys. I had to go down and show proof why I need a key. In person. You don't do it over the telephone. You have to go well, down in person. They, they, they. With the with the license number, the VIN number, they can they can call DMV and check and make sure that that you're doing it for the owner of the vehicle yeah. register owner, and that's what it's about. I mean, just for instance, if you, you know, in years past, if you borrowed your brother-in-law's car and you say, "Hey, you know, I kind of like that. I'm gonna go back and get that tonight." You could go over to and drive it over to a locksmith and have him cut a key for it, and take it back to him, and the no. next. But but to steal this car, you have to have a key cut and program for it. Yeah. Well. You take it back to your brother-in-law, and you go out there that night, and you unlock the car, sit down in it, and drive it off. But that's the only way you're going to steal one in 60 seconds. Right. That's it. Well, here's here's interesting about it. It's just talking about going and getting the key made. I remember you go down to the key shop. Mm-hmm. They had that little device sitting behind the usually the counter. Yeah. And they had the round they thing say, with all the keys on yeah, it. Yeah, and they say, well, what color do you want? Yeah. And then they'd figure out what key it was, and then they <laughs> they. Or if you had a key, they put the two keys together, lock them in it, and then it would follow it, right? Doesn't work that way anymore. And also, it's not as cheap as it used to be. I I wanted to get a new fob and key for my SUV. It was $125. And yes. I understand it's even higher for cars today. Yes. Yes. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, now it, it's it even is, more expensive. Yeah. The keyless ones, like my truck is, they're $350. 
much a remote. Oh, the one that you just walk around in your pocket yeah. and then you push the button. Yeah. Yep. Carry the file mm-hmm. in your pocket. Yeah. I freaked out. I, 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 I rented a car when we went down to Florida the last time because just don't trust my car with over 300,000 miles on it that it's going to always run the way it's supposed to. So I rented a car. And <laughs> they didn't give me the key. They just gave me a fob thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I go, what's this? That's the key. I mean, that's, what he says. that's the key, Dave. All you got to do is just sit down and, and push the button. I felt Only pretty if stupid. You got your foot I, on I, the felt, brake. I felt like yeah. George Bush Sr., all right? <laughs> yeah. You got to remember at the grocery put your foot store. Right. But it will throw it up on a dash, you know, no brake pedal push or something. Yeah. I can't remember how mine actually says it, but it does say it. Shows a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I got to push my, my mm-hmm. brake pedal to put my car in gear. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all of them nowadays. Some of them didn't even start them. You got to have your foot yeah. on a brake. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. But yeah, it's a different era we live in. So, what we learned from this experience with Zach is Zach. Get two when keys he made. gets there, have him cut two keys and leave one at home. Where you know where it's at. Right. Oh yeah. And and, <laughs> and remember where you knew where it was at. That's it. So Dave, I had we had a Ford truck in the other day. Was we put a uh, ECM on it. the ECM messed up. The drivers went out on it. It's a diesel. And I told the guy, I said, look, I need both original keys. Well, he hunted and hunted for over a week. Finally called me and said, I don't know where the other key is. I can't find it. I said, well, i got to have a key before I can before you can program everything. So I called the locksmith guy who Joe's talking about. He rides up about 10 minutes. He programs me a key. I get in the truck. Tim finished programming it, runs everything, gets it all done. You know, but there again, remember, you got two keys from the factory, from the dealership for a reason. Yep. You know, if you do lose one, you need to get another one made because a lot of times, as you know, Joe, we have to have two keys before you can program anything. Ford is the only one that requires that that yes. I know of. Ford. So if you only have one key and they have to cut a new one and program it, they have to discard that other key. Yep. Because they have to do two, like key number one and key number two. If you only have one, you can't program one. You have to program two. Two. So you're going to have to at least buy one, maybe two keys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This guy come in, you know, and and they and they're good at it. They they come in. I give him the key. He cut the key and walked in there. And it's okay. It's ready to go. You know, it took him about ten or fifteen minutes, and he was gone. Some of those locksmiths are good at that, and they can sometimes force it through without the second key. Yep. Sometimes they can't. But if the key has the uh, the remote on it, it's important to keep up with that stuff. You know, and even if like the walk-up key fobs and everything, uh, I, I'll tell you a funny story. About 10 years ago, my father-in-law, which has passed away now, my wife's father, he went and bought a new Prius. And it's got the walk-up fobs on it. Right. And he comes to the shop every Tuesday and we'd visit and talk. He'd come in one day and he said, man, there's something wrong with these fobs on this car. He said, I can walk away from it and it's supposed to lock the doors. And I'll manually lock it, and it'll unlock it. And he said, I can't figure it out. So I went out there and looked at it, and we tried it, and I said, you're right. I said, how many fobs did you get with this car? He said, I got two. I said, where's the second one at? And he said, it's in the console. <laughs> I said, you need to put that in the house. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, boy, that makes me feel dumb. <laughs> so anybody but, else out there. But, Joe, you'd be surprised how many. I get the same thing. Sometimes hanging, you, you park your car in your garage. And you walk in the door and you hang your fob on the key hook right inside the door. 
sometimes that's close enough for it to recognize that, and it won't lock the doors. No. Even if it's in the driveway. Nope. Say you have a carport, and you're right inside the door. You think those doors are locked. They may not be, so you need to make sure that that fob is far enough away from that car when it's parked. I got a question for you just before we go to break. When I put my car in the drive, it automatically locks the, the door. Yep. Yes. All right. Now, is that in response to the carjackings that we used to have? No, sir. That is a driver information center. You can cancel that option. Yeah, you can take it out. Oh, okay. You can have it to where when you put it in drive, it won't lock the doors till you grow five miles an hour. Yeah. You can turn it off where it don't lock the doors at all Period. unless you manually do it. Yeah. It's in your driver information center. You can pull it up. It's got options in there, Dave. All right. Well, I need to go look at that because it drives me crazy that. that it immediately locks the door. I understand because you'll be there and you will be talking to somebody and somebody you'll be waiting on somebody to come out and you'll be in gear and you have to put it in park or hit the button to unlock That's the door right. to let them in. Well, yeah. You know, speaking of that, Joe, my this this new truck I got it's got the start stock te- you know technology on it. Yep, I hate it. I I I I hate it. I mean, you're just an old fogey. No, it ain't. I mean, <laughs> look, a start is only good for so many starts, ain't it, Joe? Yeah, it is. You know, when you pull up the red light and it cuts itself off, then it restarts. Now, if when they get it where it starts off the computer, yeah, it'll be great. But I know, and Joe knows. Start is only good for so many starts. This is more business for you. I, I understand that, but I still <laughs> hate it. Well, now, in response to that and some of the active fuel managements yeah. and the cylinder deactivations and the start-stop technologies, if you go online and Google deactivation eliminator or start-stop technology eliminator, there will be a bunch of companies jump up there that have ALDL connectors, you can yeah. plug them in and disable it, Doug. I know, but I, you know, I just, it's still under warranty and I don't want to do nothing. Well, no, you don't want to. But there's certain things that if you leave on, it'll disable it also. Oh, yeah. If you leave your blower or AC on high. Yeah. And if you do, I don't know exactly, each manufacturer is different, but if you have certain things on, like if you have it on defrost, it won't turn it off either. Yeah, if it's on defrost, it won't yeah. shut it off. Yeah, it's because it, it needs that heat up there on that to windshield. keep the windshield, yeah. you know, clear. But, but you know, I, I understand, but I know in this world, a starter only is good for so many starts. Okay. And you're wearing it out every day. Okay. Like the other day, I pulled up stop sign, it shut it off, and before the motor died, I let up on the brake to take off. I heard the flywheel ground, you know. Uh, it was still good. rolling. Yeah. The motor was still turning when it, it tried to re-engage the starter again. Yeah. That's not good for it, you know. But it's and I understand it's modern technology, and I understand it's coming. But when I get it where it start with the, with the motor and not the starter motor, it'll be a whole lot better. And it's coming. Oh, they're working on that. Some manufacturers already got it out. Yeah. All right. A break. Final break for this hour. Final break for this uh, day. Uh, tomorrow, J.R. Davis will start us off at 6. I've been getting this uh, uh, unidentified phone call, and I know who that is. That's Dr. Terry Yamauchi calling me. Mm-hmm. So evidently, he's wanting to come on the air. He's got something important he wants to talk about, COVID-19. That'd so be good. Get that all set up for him tomorrow. So figure we'll have information on that for you tomorrow as well. But right now, let's give you some information on uh, buying you know, some of my advertisers wears with nine minutes till nine and 51 degrees, 52 in Conway and at other locations all across central Arkansas. Finish it up today on the Dave Ellswick show. 
and duck i just had somebody text me and they said need to muck out my car where's a great place to go and uh i knew it had to be roger's place who's been on our show but i didn't know what the name of his business and you said mirror image in benton right yeah yeah, it's on south street all right it's on south street and i'm looking for his number on i I don't have it where it should be, but I'm I know where I'll find it and I'll give it to you here in a minute. Okay. You'll send know, it to me and I'll forward it on to the person to text yeah. me. But you need if you really want somebody to do a great job of cleaning mm-hmm. your car or your Roger does or your boat, yeah. Roger does an outstanding job. Of course, you know that leads into something else, Dave. What's that? If you got all your teenager kids out of school standing around the house playing games. Here, mm. worst car. Just tell them worst cars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this Saturday would be a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be sunny. Yeah, that's right. People want to get all that nasty stuff from the rain off of their car. Sure, all the, from the roads and everything. Although the the rain is, as you said earlier, going to keep down the tree pollen a little bit. Yes. 249. Okay, hold on. You, you just read it to me. 249. Two, yeah. 2386. 2386. And that's his cell phone number, and he'll answer it. All right, there you go. I'm forwarding that now. Okay, here we go. 249 and 2386. And his name is, is Roger Goodman. Okay. Goodwin. Roger. And it's springtime too, Dave. So Goodwin. if you hadn't had your gutters cleaned out and you're a teenager at home, get them to clean your gutters out on your house. Or you should have been paying attention and have leaf guard. That's correct. If you don't, <laughs> and they're stopped up, get, get teenager like, I got it on my house. I'm going to tell you what, that was a great buy. I can think of a few more things to keep them kids busy while they're out of school. Yeah. Give them a stuff. pair of scissors and tell them to go cut the yard. Good <laughs> stuff. That's good stuff. Did you bring one for me, Russ? Oh, he's not paying Apparently attention. Not. We got donuts? No, he's got some kind of food, real food. Oh. That's real food. Look, there he is. Breakfast right sandwich. There. It is. It is a breakfast sandwich. We're talking about. He don't even know we're talking about. No, he don't. All he, right. I, if he did, he probably didn't really care. Yeah, he don't. He don't care. <laughs> He's ready to eat. He He's over in it. the other studio. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, so anyway, uh, let me remind everybody about tonight at seven o'clock the SRN special report on COVID nineteen. Uh, it's a one hour program. You'll want to hear it. Did you bring us a breakfast sandwich, Russ? He says no. You know what they say? In, <laughs> uh, the teacher told you in school, Russ. Say, is that gum you got? Did you bring enough for everybody? For everybody in the class? Ain't got enough for everybody? Nobody That's right. needs gum. Yep. No, I didn't bring enough for anybody but myself. <laughs> oh, okay. That boy All here right. likes to eat. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch Zach. That boy can eat some food. Hey, Russ, I'll share with you. I got something to drink. Sweet tea? No, it ain't. It's unsweet. I can't drink sweet tea. You, you didn't get the sugar-free lemonade over there, though. No, but it might just basically little oh. color water. How is that sugar-free lemonade? Is it good? It really is good. I love I love the Chick-fil-A sugar-free lemonade. Okay. I like everything at Chick-fil-A. What can I say? That's good stuff. It is. It's really good. I stopped by this morning and got me a sausage biscuit on the way to shop. Yeah. Holy the bird. Here. That's what we call that. The holy bird. Yeah. You know, of course, we called it before Chick-fil-A came out because when I was in seminary, we used to go out and preach at the little churches that couldn't afford a preacher. And then they'd ask you to stay for dinner, of course. And always fried chicken. And it was always fried chicken. Yeah. No, we called chicken the holy bird. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. And after a while, you start calling it rubber chicken. <laughs> 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 That's the way we we ate back in the day. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank it's always you, fun to have you in the studio. Have a good day. I'm going to give it a shot.
it's hard sometimes with all the negative stuff coming at me all the time. Ah, we'll make it. Man, I I believe that. We'll I'm, persevere. I'm a real big don't you know, panic optimist. Yeah, don't panic. Don't go out Shit. and buy a thousand dollars worth of toilet paper. Yeah. In about three months, you'll look in your closet and go, "Hey, I was in dumb. Sam's last night, Dave." Yeah. And back on the uh, paper racks. Uh, now they had some paper towels back there, but they didn't have any TP. I know. But uh, they had signs up: limit of two per member. Well, that's the way it should be. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, uh, that's the only way you can control something like and that. And that's one thing of toilet paper and one thing of paper towels. All right. Keep that in mind. We're out of here. I'll Thank see you, you tomorrow, 6 o'clock. J.R. Davis, my first guest.